What's up, everybody? It's Ruben J here, and you are listening to the Voice Off Podcast, episode number four for season 12 of The Voice. Again, my name is Ruben J, and I'm so excited that you are listening to this week's episode. It's a big episode. We got a great, great interview with Sheena Brooks. She got eliminated during the blind auditions. Unfortunately, got eliminated, and you will hear all about my thoughts on Sheena. Uh, during the interview, I told her to her face how I felt about her and, and how I thought that she should have won the whole show, which uh, we'll talk about again. We'll talk about that in the uh, in the the interview portion of, of today's show. Uh, the playoffs, the voice playoffs, were were this last week. Uh, and again, I'm, I want to apologize in advance. I'm a, I'm a day late on getting the show out, uh, mainly because it was scheduling conflicts with uh, the different contestants that we were hoping to have on this week's show. Uh, we ended up with with Sheena Brooke, who I'm super excited for. It actually came together pretty quickly with her. Uh, we had a couple other people in mind and just weren't able to get the scheduling done. Uh, on time and properly for that. So I'm super, super excited that for you to hear my interview with Sheena coming up in just a couple seconds, a couple minutes here. Now, I want to talk about the top 12, the top 12 voice, uh, the final 12, top 12, whatever you want to call them. Uh, over on multimediamouth.com, I did the best of the voice top 12 edition, did the top five of the top 12, and a lot of people were not completely happy with my choices. And uh, I, I, I will tell you this. If you're not happy with my choices, that's fine. You can be unhappy with my choices. I, I, I'm not going to fight you or be mad at you or whatever. Um, just just don't, uh, don't, don't be mean. Don't be mean about it is what I have to say. But let me just let me break down the t- a couple of the people who I put in the top five of the top 12. Uh, give me a second to pull it up. Uh, it's called the Vo- Best of the Voice Top 12 Edition. This will be a new weekly feature coming out on Thursdays on MultimediaMouth.com. Uh, for, you know, for the... Uh, uh, what's the term? I don't remember the terminology. Uh, for the interest of full disclosure, uh, I did put uh, Aaliyah Molden in the top five of the top 12, but not because she's from my hometown, but because I thought she deserved it. Okay. So Leah Molden, uh, I put Lauren Dusky. There's a really great top five. And I, and I think all these people have the potential to win the whole damn thing if they, uh, if they're, they're able to able to be themselves, which is what it comes down to the end of the day is if they can't be themselves, there's no reason for them uh, to, to the, there's no chance for them to win if they can't be themselves. And, and I think Sheena will talk about that later in this particular um, interview where she talks about how she wasn't able to do a country song. She had to do a pop song and she's a country singer. So it's a very interesting lineup, uh, a different, very interesting interview with, with, with Sheena coming up here in a second. Now, um, on this show, I'll try to do my best to do some reviews of the top 12 as they go forward. I will be out of town in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to be missing a couple of the, the interviews and a couple of the shows, but I'm going to try, do my best to keep up with it and, and try to get ahead of the whole ordeal, the whole uh, interview se- interview segments of this show, so that way I don't have to uh, to fall completely behind and do a week's worth of voice-off podcasts and overwhelm you guys uh, with that. But I'm super, I, I keep saying it over and over again, I'm super excited to talk to Sheena Brooke because she's an amazing, amazing vocalist, and, and Sheena had a great time. Uh, before I move forward, I do want to let you guys know that you can help the show out by clicking on any of our Amazon links on the website, and we really appreciate all of your help with that, helping to keep the show going and keeping it afloat because it, it, it gets expensive to do shows like this and it gets expensive to run a website like this. So if you shop on Amazon, go to uh, com slash support and click on the Amazon banner there. That way uh, we can continue to do this. I mean, it's like I said, it's really difficult to continue to do this show. It's very difficult to do, uh, to, to, to host a website and pay hundreds of dollars a month to make sure that you're able to put up put out content that that you want to do without being you know completely reliant on um 
you know, major backings and, and big, big dollar bills. So I'm super excited uh, for this. Just stick around. Stick around for the Sheena Burke interview coming up uh, right after this quick commercial break from the Academy of Radio and Television Broadcasting. If you're looking for a career in the field of radio or television broadcasting, then listen up. It's Ruben Jay here, and I wanted to take a second to tell you about the Academy of Radio and Television Broadcasting. They are located in Huntington Beach, California, and give you hands-on training in the world of broadcasting. I went there and learned how to do everything from hosting my own radio show to creating my own commercials like the one you're listening to right now. You might be asking, what if I don't want to be on the radio? Well, they have a TV program as well that will teach you everything you need to know about camera angles, audio and video editing as well as some on-camera work. Remember, they give you hands-on experience. Go to arbradio.com or call 714-842-0100 right now to schedule an appointment. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, and spots are extremely limited. What are you waiting for? Your dream can start right now if you call 714-842-0100 and make sure to tell them that Ruben J sent you. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Voice Off Podcast, and it's time for me to bring on this week's guest. And yes, I'm a day late on our normal release, but it is worth the, the waiting next to 24 hours for an episode. Uh, please welcome to the show, Miss Sheena Brooks. Sheena, welcome, welcome. Hey, you I'm know, so excited to be here. I am super excited to be talking to you because when I saw your blind audition, I tweeted out to the world that I said, at Sheena Brooks, or at the Sheena Brooks, whatever it was, just won the voice. I, I legitimately ah. thought that you were the winner of the entire show, and I don't know what's going through Adam's head that he eliminated you so quickly in the process, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I want to just go ahead and start things. How long have you been doing music for? How long have you been in the, in the business? Well, it's kind of crazy because, I mean, I started out with, like a lot of people. I started singing in church and things like that when I was young. And then some friends of mine in my teen years were really into hip-hop. And so we used to go to the detention centers just to kind of be positive um, role models to these kids. And, and we would uh, go and, and do hip-hop, so I started rapping. <laughs> and which is hilarious when you think about it. Oh my God. And from there, I was like, hey, I should write some songs. And so then I started kind of playing on my own and doing this. And then I joined a rock band. And I had a lot of outside influence. And I think because of that, I, my my journey in music is literally parallel to my journey of becoming myself and in life and figuring out who I am, coming out as a lesbian, all of that. It's very parallel. It all happens sort of at the same time and and so yeah and so it brought me all the way back around to my roots because I, I do live in I live in Florida so it's loosely the south but the south and um, I grew up in kind of a country kind of atmosphere and it's what comes out of me the most organically as a writer and so um, yeah I just found my way there yeah you know and, and I, I you know it's very interesting to think about you know, all these different journeys on The Voice and, and some people who, like, you know, some of the 15, 14-year-olds who are on the show who this is, like, probably their first big opportunity ever, you know, like, they probably just were doing choir or whatever and just happened to be really good in audition for The Voice. And there's people like you who've been doing this for a while. Um, and oh, yeah. it's, it's an interesting, interesting thing. Now, um, let's talk about your blind audition on The Voice, season 12 of The Voice. Okay. Um, because... Like I said, I truly thought I true, I, and, and to this day, I still think 
that Adam and Gwen made some very bad eliminations during the uh, the blind not the blinds during the the battle rounds. The battle, um, yeah. Like, I didn't think that Josie should have gone home. I didn't think that you should have gone home. I, there, you know, there's people who I thought were really good who should who deserve to be on the live shows. Um, but you did uh, your blind audition song was 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 a song called Baby Girl, which I never heard before your blind audition so that might be one of the reasons why i thought it was so good because i, I had nothing else to compare it to um, right but i you know it just i don't know tell me tell me about your, let's, let's talk about your blind audition first um and like what your thoughts were going into it how you chose your song and i know i think blake was pretty much full um but t- tell me more about like how you chose that song and why you chose that particular song okay well when I was, um, this is going to show how old I am, but there was a time where you used to get these things in the mail with little tiny stamps and you could like order 10 CDs and get two free. <laughs> and, uh, it was like Columbia records. And, and I remember I grew up in a pretty Christian home. So secular music, as they would call it, was like not something I grew up around. I didn't know any music. And that came in the mail and I ordered all these CDs that I never had listened to before and my first country record was Sugarland and I wore that CD out in my car and that was their first like huge hit it was a humongous hit it's an amazing song I'm, I'm a, a big fan of Christian Bush I've opened up for him before he's like one of the most positive nice people on the planet and then um, Jennifer Nettles I'm a huge fan of and she tweeted me oh my god I died I've never met her <laughs> But uh, uh, like it died a little bit. Let's make so it happen. About it. Let's make this happen. I know. Oh my god! With the power of and Twitter, so, it's possible. Oh man, seriously. I mean, it's like uh, so. Yeah, I chose the song because it, you know, it's a beautiful song. It's really well, well written. It's um, it's just a a great country song, and you, there's not a whole lot you can do with it to change it and make it special, but it was uh, a special song to me. So it seemed really appropriate. And, and, um, it, I love hearing that you think that I did awesome because sometimes I watch it and I can hear the little mistakes that I made. And I'm like, man, I'm really glad somebody turned around for me. But yeah. And that whole process was, it's intense. You know, I'm, I sing in bars, so I'm not used to working so hard on one song. Um, (laughs) I'm used to just jamming out all night and just doing what I want. And, um, so it was really amazing and a very good experience for me, you know, no matter the outcome. And um, I think, um, you know, oh, oh, that's what I'm going to tell you. I remember being in the back and I heard someone yell, my team is full. And I was like, okay. I was pretty certain that like in the backstage I was like, I was like, I'm done. Like, it's cool. I was, had kind of like, you know, when you kind of self-talk yourself, like, all right, I'm going to go home. This whole experience was amazing. I made it this far. You know, thousands upon thousands of people auditioned. I was just, you know, just setting myself up to be proud of what I did, but okay that I didn't get to audition. And then they're like, Sheena, it's your turn. And then the door's open and I'm on stage and it's like this, just a world, it was a whirlwind. Um, and that's, I think, why I think a lot of contestants on Saturday, so when you sort of black out, you're like, what just happened? Where am I? Because uh, it just happened so fast. I mean, the song is ninety seconds long. It's like there and over. <laughs> yeah, you know. And um, go for it. Cool. Yeah, no, it, it's it's funny because you know we we don't see as viewers is that a lot of times people are because audi- auditions 
I'm, I'm talking inside baseball here for a lot of people. The auditions are taped all out of sequence. So it's not like, you know, if yeah. you know, like if you were the first one that, that was on that particular day, doesn't mean that you're the first person that they air on television or that you're the exactly. first person who, who auditioned in the whole process. So you might be auditioning on the, the first night of the blinds, but in reality, you're, you might have actually taped your audition like on the last day of the blinds so everyone's team's already full except for one or two people so we we don't know that as viewers until it airs uh and a lot of times they don't they don't always say oh yeah all the teams were full except for so-and-so's team which is why they only got one chair you know which is which i think is weird um now with with you in particular adam spun around i think pretty quickly if not within the first first half of your uh, the first half of your your blind audition. Uh, how excited were you w- when you saw that chair spin? Uh, and then did you freak out at all? Like, did you get like really nervous? I kind of did. Happened? Like, well, I think there's this thing where I kind of didn't even expect the chair. I, I'm I'm the kind of person where I don't have a lot of expectations. Um, so, <laughs> you know, when he turned, I was surprised. Like, I was like, oh, and two. Listen, I'm, I've met all the contestants and even people that did it, people I stood in line with, and, and then people that, you know, made it but didn't get to audition, they're all amazing. And I think that is the difficult thing where I thought, I every time I would get a little um, closer to that blind audition moment, I thought, are you guys sure you need me? Because everyone is just so talented. And so it's definitely no matter, and I, I've said this to a couple of people, like, whether you go to an open call and you wait in line and you get to, you get a red card or you get a blind audition or not, you should be so proud of yourself for taking this step to move yourself forward and to believe in yourself because it's a really big deal. Um, It's a big deal to be chosen 48 out of however many thousand, I think they said something like 70,000 people audition. And, um, you know, it's, it's a big deal and it's something to be proud of no matter how far you make it, you know, even if you get sucked out in the battles like me. Yeah, well, that's that's a great way to transition into the battles. Although, I do want to say one thing. In, in my notes that I made about the, the blind auditions, uh, I wrote that uh, Sheena's blind audition was magical. So, uh, I don't know. There was, something, there was something there um, that I saw, that Adam saw, apparently, uh even if, if you didn't necessarily feel it or other people didn't. Um, I did feel the magic. I just watched back and I'm going, man, I could have done that better. You know, we're our, always our own worst critics. You know what's funny is I, I've been for doing sure. this for six seasons. Now it's my sixth season doing uh, interviews with different contestants. And every single one of them says the exact same thing about their blind auditions. They say, I watch oh, it man, back I and I, I think, oh man, I messed up that chord change or, oh man, I messed up that falsetto or whatever, you know? And I'm just like, I'm like you made it on the show. Stop complaining. You know? Uh, and you know what? You're right. You're right. Cause in the end it's like, Hey, I sang my heart out and, and Adam felt the emotion of it. And that's all that matters. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So nobody's perfect all the time. <laughs> Nobody's perfect all the time, but I'm perfect uh, most of the time, at least. Uh, most of the time, <laughs> really close. I've I've heard that about you. Actually. Let's let's talk about your uh, your battle round with Hannah. Um, yes. Yeah. I you know I haven't met Hannah. I haven't talked to her. She's on my list of people I want to talk to um, because I I thought she was great as well. But I actually just watched it over again right now before you called, uh, so that way I could be prepared to talk about it. Um, 
I thought you did better than her, you know, and and that's, I mean, I feel bad saying that because she's only 15, and like saying that you did better than a 15 year old isn't like, it sounds like I'm being mean to a 15 year old, and I'm not trying to be mean to a 15 year old because she did great herself. Um, I just didn't think that you deserved to go home, you know. Um, what what are your thoughts on that particular song? You know, you did try. Um, it's interesting. I had a lot of people ask me, you know, because of the montage, they also wanted to know what coaches said and things like that. And here's the thing. Hannah is super wonderful. It's hard to be mad at someone for winning when they're just, I mean, she's a legitimately delightful person. I love spending all the time with her and her mom. Like, I love them. And she's so talented. She really is. So I don't feel like she didn't deserve to win. Do I feel like I murdered that song? Yes, I do. Uh, I do because, you know, but not everyone notices that, I mean, that high harmony at the end, that pink, just, just, I mean, I, I mean, I sang it pretty on point and flawlessly and I was really, really proud of that. And I think it would be harder to have gone home if I thought I, I deserved it, but someone has to go home, I guess is how I kind of looked at it. Um, and, um, I think it's, it was a bummer to be, to also have a pop song when I'm a country singer. So I only got two songs and, and they really didn't represent me as an artist that, that last one, even though I love pink, I love that song. It's, it's amazing. Um, it didn't. Um, it didn't really represent me, and yeah. so that was a little bit of a bummer. But I love the song, so I really, again, I can't complain about it. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it feel it felt like um, Adam was playing to to Hannah's strengths more than than yours, but at the same time. Um, you know, you guys both killed this song, you know, like it wasn't, it's, it's like choosing between, you know, your favorite, your favorite chocolate flavor, you know, your favorite style of chocolate and your favorite style of like strawberry. And like, they're both your favorites, you know, like how do you they're choose? They're both good, just different. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I you, mean, it's, it's a, a great song and, uh, it's, it's, it was, it was a hard, hard thing because. I, it's like you said, I, I don't think Hannah didn't deserve to win, but I did have, it was very encouraging that the stuff online on all the YouTube comments, they're like 95% positive, which, you know, in, in the internet world is a rarity. <laughs> That's impossible. <You> know? <laughs> That's impossible. And, uh, so yeah, it was like a really, it was nice. There was a lot of good comments about like, this was amazing. Why was this montage? Like they're both so good. And, I mean, it's just subjective to so some people there, you know, love Hannah and some people that I should have won or somebody thought, why didn't somebody get stolen? And, you know, so there, there was a lot of that, which is flattering and encouraging and all of that stuff. So like I didn't, I had about a day afterwards, but, um, I'm really grateful that, uh, that the voice decided to put it online. I know that they haven't always done that. I think it would have been harder to get montaged and then go home and no one got to see something that I am actually really proud of. Yeah, the, the, that would have been really tough. The song was was great, and for you know for for the for disclosure, full disclosure here, Hannah's actually from my hometown. You know, like she's from 
Orange, Orange County, California. So she's a hometown favorite for, for us here, uh, along with Aaliyah Molden and some of the others that are, are from like the SoCal, Orange County area. Um, so so just for, for the... I forgot what the, the legal term is supposed to use, but for full disclosure. Um, so just FYI on that for people, people who think I'm being mean to Hannah. And I'm not being mean to Hannah. Um, people, no, not at all. Um, it, it was, I wish, I wish you would have gotten stolen. Like, honestly, I, I wish that somebody would have stolen you. Uh, and I would have loved to see you. On, Me with Blake. too, honey. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I felt like I had a lot to offer, especially like when, you know, I'm watching the live rounds and I mean, they're all amazing, but I'm like, oh, I sing that song. Oh, I do that song. Man, I wish I was there. Yeah, you for know, sure. Because just, you know, a lot of the song choices too. I'm like, man, I, I just wish I would have gotten to sing another country song. Yeah. You know, you- and, um. I would have but. loved to see you do some, you know, pick something that you would have been like, this is what I do at the bar. This is what I do at the local, yeah. you know, theater. This is what I do when I, you know, whatever, whatever the case might have been. Yeah. Uh, if you did For make sure. it to the knockouts, what would have been your knockout song if you were able to choose it? Oh, man. I think um, Parachute is one of my favorite songs. Um I did because uh, she kind of have I, I think Simple Man was mm. something I would have liked to sing as a woman. Um, and then um, yeah, it's weird. I think a lot of people would want me to sing like Carrie Underwood, but yeah. I identify more with like a male country artist. It's not that I can't sing her songs, but there's not a lot to do with them. So I think my personality is just very in Carrie Underwood and who she is. She's amazing and her songs yeah. are amazing. And so there's a lot to, to keep up with there. So I thought, and you know, I think the other song that would have been hard for me not to choose is I love the song Humble and Kind. What, and what was the song? Humble and Kind by, oh. by Tim McGraw. Yeah. Um, it represents me, I think, a lot. I, you know, Laura McKenna is the author of that song. Is like, I'm a huge fan of hers. So, um, yeah, it's hard. It's so hard because there's so many songs I'd be like, Oh, I can do this. I can do that. But you know, nothing to do about it now. But it is. Uh, I think the hardest thing about the battles, to be honest, is, is is not the losing. There was just a couple things that they said that really gave me pause for a minute. But I think in the long run, it made me a stronger person. So I'm kind of grateful for the outcome. Uh, Gwen Stefani just kind of made a, a statement. I mean, not she didn't mean it this way, but she made a statement about how. She couldn't watch me because she was so busy watching Hannah. And Hannah is a very infectious person. She's got this beautiful, infectious smile. And she, and she said, she's just so cute and so young. And I think I let oh. that statement for like a day really kind of give me a hang up about, well, apparently I'm old and useless, which <laughs> I think is common. It's a common feeling for women that we grow less valuable as we age. And that is not what Gwen Stefani meant. She's older than I am, and she's very talented, and she's still very busy. But I have to change my own mindset, which is the way that we change society anyway, by changing ourselves and changing the way we think and the way we value ourselves as women and as men. And um, so it was definitely, in the long run, I'm grateful for that lesson and that reminder. And so everything happens for a reason, you know. No, so I, I did share that. Yeah, that, that's important to know. I, I I think with 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 Hannah, you know, her being fifteen and being on the stage with with someone like yourself, 
and, and being in front of millions of people with the show with an older demographic to begin with, I think that makes her mm-hmm. a lot more marketable and a lot more, oh, look at her. She's so cute. She's doing the thing. You know, like, look oh, at yeah. her. she's 15 years old. How do you, how can you do that? You know, and I don't know how old you are. I'm assuming you're about 26, 27. Um, oh, baby, I love you so much. Okay. <laughs> Let's be best friends. I'm 33. No, no way. No way. Uh, I am, but thank you for the total surprise. No. You are, Uh, stop lying to me. You are not. I'm 33, and here's the thing. It doesn't matter how good you are. You can't beat 15-year-old awesome Hannah, no matter what, once you're 33 and she's 15. I mean, because because the thing is that she's just as good as me, and she's only 15. (laughs) So you can't, uh. I've literally watched her do the entire, like, raps from Hamilton. Like, she's. A delight of a person. I hope we do get the chance to talk to her. She's very popular. Yeah, you know. And also, we're at the same maturity level, so we got along really good. <laughs> well, you know what's what's funny is um, Aaliyah Molden. I interviewed her on Monday or Tuesday at, at the, mm-hmm. the red carpet, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you're freaking 15 years old. And, you know, you're on The Voice. You're doing all this amazing stuff. I'm ex- And I was excited to meet a 15-year-old, you know, which out of context <laughs> sounds terrible. But, um, you know, it's like, it's like I was so excited to meet this you know 15-year-old who killed it uh, earlier in the week, too. You know, like. She really did. I, she really did. I was like, whoa, Aaliyah. Like, she, she uh, even surprised me when I watched her, uh, her knockout and stuff. I was like, wow. Yeah, awesome. ama- amazing stuff. Now, I want to know if you had the chance. You know, let's say Adam Levine's listening on the other line here right now, okay? And um, okay. you had the chance to talk to him and, and say something regarding your 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 battle round performance. What would you tell Adam? You know, I don't know that I would say any different. I understand why he chose him. Um, I wish I would have been given maybe a country song to like show my personality a little bit more. Um, but the song, the show is about singing and he paid me a really amazing compliment after my battle. Um, he basically said, I can, he said, everybody said that I was great. They just loved Hannah, you know, um, she, you know, um, and so he said, it's clear. He said, Sheena, it's clear you can sing absolutely anything you want to. You're amazing. I've never heard someone sing so easily up in that register and so perfectly on pitch. And I mean, which as a singer to say that you have great pitch, is like such a great compliment. And, and, um, yeah, so he gave me this like amazing compliment and he's like, but the winner of this battle is Hannah. So I was like, uh, but I, honestly, I, I don't think I would tell him to do something different. I would just, you know, did, did you watch? I would just say thanks. Well, um, let me, let me, uh, let me unmute Adam here. Adam's on the line. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That'd be a great reality show. I'm leaving you for a minute, right? I'm like, whoa, all right. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> like, I don't know that he remembers my name, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. If I get a chance to talk to him, I'm going to ask him about you um, because <laughs> I, I'm very curious as to what his real mindset was. Um, now, did you get a chance to watch uh, Hannah's whatever the playoff performance was? Okay, I watched a clip of it. Um, I was in a rehearsal. And then I voted for her. I waited for it to come up on Twitter and retweeted and voted for her because I was in the middle of a rehearsal. And I have been back and forth 
you know, the show's been amazing for me. I've been back and forth to shows, um, which I am normally busy, but it's definitely helped me step up. I'm on my way right now to go open for Kevin Costner, so, um, who plays country music. Yeah. So I'm super excited to watch him do that. I didn't know that until recently. So, um, Anyway, so I've been preparing for all of that stuff, and so I haven't got the chance to fully watch her um, performance yet, and I'm really bummed. I, I've seen a clip, and I know that she... Oh, man. What did she say? I read it. It was uh, Skyscraper by Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah, Demi Lovato, which is a huge tall order. Yeah, that's... But, I mean... She's, I, I don't know how she did. I'm sure she did good because she's very good at making it on her own. Um, and I hope she got the chance to do that. Uh, you know, I've really got to watch it. Yeah, what, what really sucks with, with her performance with that particular song, it's such a massive song, and uh, she, she, she missed a high note. Uh, really, obvi- very obviously missed a high note uh, towards the end of the song. I think I think that's what ended up handicapping her. But uh, if you haven't watched it, I don't want to. I don't want to go into too much detail with it. Um, let's no, go- I mean I like hearing about it. But, yeah, uh, she did I, really I, good. I hate that for her because I'm sure she's capable of it. But she is young still, so like just like I had the the ending, there's a fullness that I think that as she progresses, she'll she'll start to maintain the singer. Yeah. Well, and I think the problem was is she, she kind of um, towards the end. There's this really big high note that she was going for, but then she went and she she kneeled or something, and I think in the process kind of cut off her breathing, is what I'm assuming yeah. happened because I've watched other songs with high high notes as well that she hits flawlessly. So I think it was just the movement that she was doing, and I don't think I'm not sure. I think her breathing was off. Um, which which sucks yeah, for maybe. her because uh, other than that, I think she had a flawless performance. Good. Yeah, she had Man, a... I, I, I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, you, you you should. All right, so I know you have to get going here in a minute. Uh, I want to do a quick speed round with you. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a quick question and just answer it off the top of your head. Don't think about it too much. Um, oh Lord Jesus! Yeah, the, the speed rounds <laughs> speed rounds usually become the slowest part of the interview, which is kind of hilarious. Um, okay. So, all right. Oh, no, so, I'm really gonna try. Just don't be mad if I say something I shouldn't. Oh, don't worry. If, if it's bad, I'll just edit it out. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Here we go. All right. So, um, what is your favorite pizza topping? Mushrooms. Ew. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, I love mushrooms. Hey, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's fine, but ew. Uh, coffee or tea? <laughs> Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. All right, if you had to choose... I'm for coffee. You know, and, and it's surprising from coming from a singer that they would choose coffee. Um, I but, know. I'm very bad for... I'm bad at that part. <laughs> I like coffee. All right. Like it's, a lot. I, I love coffee. So when you're in LA, let's gra- grab a good cup of coffee. Yes. Uh, and done. Coffee date. Let's Woo. do it. Um, you're paying for it, though, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay. No problem. I got you. Right. It's only like $4. Like, I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so if Starbucks had a drink named after you, what would it be called? Starbucks drink named after me. Uh, the Dirty Birdie. The Dirty what? The Dirty Birdie. The Dirty Birdie. A filthy human being. I do not want to know. I mean... In my mind, like I, <laughs> the show had to like center me a lot. It really taught me a lot about being a better person. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Um, if you had to choose between having steak or sushi, what would you eat for the rest of your life? Oh, sushi. I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. You're a vegetarian, but you'll eat sushi? 
I will hate if I have to choose one, I'm gonna choose fish. I grew up like my family has a ranch, like eating really, really bad, you know, country ah, fried gotcha, steak gotcha. for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All right, <laughs> uh, country fried steak is my favorite. Oh my gosh. But, like, you'll die if you eat it every day three times a day. <laughs> I, you know what? At this point, I'd be okay with that, personally. With, you know. Worth it. I know. <laughs> I, I, I try to eat a little healthier as of late. So. That's, good. That's good. All right, so the last question here. <laughs> if you had to choose uh, to do a duet between Blake Shelton and Adam Levine, who would you choose? Oh, man, that's a hard one. I'm a country singer. I'd have to say Blake Shelton. Same here. I would do. I would. I would sing with Blake any day of the week, and I don't sing. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, your EP, your new EP, comes out May twenty seventh. Uh, tell me about that real quick. Uh, yes. Okay. So I got a new EP coming out. I'm really excited. Um, I recorded at the Smokestack in Nashville with a guy, a guy named Brendan. He produced it, and uh, I actually met all of those guys through Taylor Alexander from The Voice. Oh, cool. So the best part of that whole experience was all the amazing people I met and like linked up with. And so he actually is playing on, uh, one, uh, I think one or two of the songs. He's doing some acoustic guitar backup tracks with me just cause we, we were hanging out in the studio together. So me and Taylor and, um, and then I'm having a huge CD, uh, EP release event. And I'm so excited. Sammy Zanata from the show is coming all the way down from Texas to the beach. And she is going to open up for me. And then Jesse Botafuco, who actually did a blind audition, but it didn't air. Um, and sucks. so I met her for the show. Super fun. It's probably like the funniest, most amazing, resilient woman on the planet. She's going to host the event. Oh, and, very uh, cool. Some people know. Yeah, so I'm really excited. So I've got a lot of... It's just going to be this great celebration with some of my favorite people. Um, the EP is awesome. It's it got... Four songs on it, three I wrote myself, one is a co-write with my wife, Summer. And um, so, yeah, it's special to us both. We've just really been working hard, you know, start to finish, been writing a lot. And it's the first time I've ever really released something, like, really professional and just totally me without, like, outside influence telling me, she needs to be more like this and it needs to be more like that. It's just, you know, just me. There you go. I'm I'm super excited for you. What's the name of the EP? Uh, it's actually called The First Time, which was like a just simple meaning. There's a song that I wrote actually just this Valentine's Day for my wife. I accidentally wrote it being silly, and she's like, this is a great song, and we put it on the record. And oh, then man. it just felt like the right term, the right title, because as we talked, she was like, this is the first time you're really doing just you. This is the first time it's just And I was like, oh, my God, let's name the record that. So. Amazing! Awesome. I'm really, Amazing! I'm excited. I am super excited for you, Sheena. Like, like you have no idea. Thank uh, you. At the same I time, I can't wait for you to hear it. I, you know, Summer sent me a couple tracks. I'm not sure if it's the new stuff, um, but Yay. I was I was listening to some of it last night, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is so good. Um, so I'm I'm super excited. So glad. Uh, make sure you you send me a copy or remind me to download it because um, I, I have I have Apple Music and not. But I will do a review on it, so make sure you guys stick tuned to MultimediaMouth.com for a full review of Sheena's upcoming EP in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I wish I wish I was in Florida during that same time period because I would love to be there, be a part of that for you. Um, but I know. When you come to L.A., which I hope you're here in a couple of weeks for the finale, um, let's try to let's try to link up. Um, I, I know that uh, it's a tight schedule for everybody, but let's try to see if we can link up when you're in L.A. next time. 
Um, and let's let's continue to stay in touch because I'm super excited for you. I want to help promote this album for you, or this EP, I should say. Um, and tell people where they can follow you on social media if they're not doing that already. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and at Sheena Brook, Twitter at the Sheena Brook, and uh, my Facebook is Sheena Brook Music. Facebook.com slash Sheena Brook Music. I do have a Snapchat somewhere. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like Sheena Brook One or something. I'm still learning how to use it. For sure. And, um, but if all of that's too complicated, you can go to my website and all the buttons are right there on the uh, right hand side. It's just SheenaBrook.com. And that's uh, two E's for Sheena and two O's for Brooke. <laughs> no E or S at the end. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, do me a favor, Thank stick you. I'm so glad you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, and let's do it again soon. Uh, do me a favor, stay on the line for a quick second. Uh, everybody stay tuned for more of the Voice Off Podcast. Special thanks to Sheena Brooks for being... Sheena Brook. I, think, I don't think there's an S. Sheena Brook uh, for being my guest on this week's Voice Off podcast. At the last second, too. She did this uh, the last second when, when my other guest fell through. So I'm super, super thankful to her. Make sure to uh, go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to her on iTunes and her YouTube channel. And on All that stuff will be links uh, on her website, uh, SheenaBrook.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with more from the Voice Off podcasting. Yes, so much. Uh, if you want to, go to YouTube.com slash Multimedia Mouth. And, uh, and watch our interviews of the top 12. And, but other than that, I'll see you guys next week, guys. See you next week.